I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at I Got the Hell Out.com. <coughs> Ooh, that's gonna make it on there. Hi, guys, this is Deb <laughs> and Lauren, and it's another episode of I Got the the hell out and i hope i that, hit record a little bit soon well yeah we're not gonna fix it hell no we'll That'd just roll effort. with it effort. effort um pittsburgh's bipolar yesterday it was 12 degrees in the morning it was 52 when i got out of the car this afternoon it's nice today it, i mean compared to what we've had it's nice well yeah it's pittsburgh it. we had sunshine it's sunshine it. for a couple days it. it was great and what are we what are we doing now? Kool-Aid recipe? Uh, oh yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh Brianne O gives us our Kool-Aid recipe. Mm-hmm. And I have to find it because again, you know, I'm never prepared. You act like this is early in the morning. But it's not. But it's not. I was nice enough to ask you if we could do it later in the afternoon afternoon, which you were very happy about. Yes, because I was having trouble trying to get up and get a shower. Well, I wasn't having trouble. I just kept putting it off. And then you texted me and says, can we make it later? And I'm like, hell yeah. <clears throat> okay. It's from Brienne O. And it's called Kill Devil Punch. Ooh. And it's fruit punch Kool-Aid, white rum, and pineapple juice. Well, it sounds good. Now, I guess you can take those ingredients and mix them together however you want to. Or freeze the pineapple juice and make it into a slushy, or however you Whatever want to do it. Whatever you want. Cheers. Sounds like a good combination, though. Yeah, of course I can't find it on here to post it, but... Oh, there it is. Ha-ha. Because I'm always just so with it. Aren't we all? Laura, you look like you're about to fall asleep today. I am today. ready to fall asleep. Do you have narcolepsy? I do not. Okay. You How look... funny. It looks like I'm ready to fall asleep. I know. I, I, I know. And what? Sorry to anybody if Laura falls asleep and smacks her head into the microphone. I'm sure Oh, how funny would that be, though? Okay, um, for anybody out there, if you want to plan ahead, pierogi frost is coming to Kennywood. Was it, is it August 27th? September. September 27th though, right? Um, we'll be there with our I Got the Hell Out t-shirts on, we'll ride some roller scarfing coasters down and our scarfing down some stuff. This year I'm taking my backpack cooler with me that I won. And with I, milk? Well, heck, I think I took milk last time. I you did. did. I took my medical milk. You took your medical milk. Yes. And um, I will be bringing plates of pierogies home. So Ooh, I didn't think of that. That's a good idea. My mom yelled at me. So, yeah, she yelled at me for not bringing that's pierogies That's a good home. idea. Bring like some Tupperware containers and just load them up. I plan on it. That's a real, you know what? I might have to do that as well. Okay. Now, when I first got here... In my perusing of their pages, I showed you a video. Well, at least the beginning. The The, the actual video was 63 and a half minutes long. And there long. is no way in hell you would ever get me to watch that. No amount of money. No amount of money. Honest to God. <laughs> that, no. 
And I, I did not turn down the volume while I made you watch the first minute. Um, now, can you please describe what you saw? Well, first of all, there were about... I mean, there was room for probably 100 people, if not more. Oh, a heck of a, a heck lot of more. A lot more, okay. There was about seven there. But what did it start off with? Started off with a prayer. But how many in people the, in, the, in the... Three. Three. Three people. One holding a microphone, one saying a prayer, and a straggler standing there. Right. Then in the background, you see a person walk in. This is what caught my attention, guys. Walks in from a door and lifts up one foot and sprays it with some kind of spray. They, they picked up the spray bottle, which was next to the door. And then sprayed their other shoe or foot. I couldn't tell if they had shoes on or not. I couldn't tell if they had sandals, shoes, shoes whatever, slippers, right. anything. But apparently they sprayed their feet before they entered. One squirt apiece. Mm -hmm. Can't and, do more than one. And they didn't even like wipe their feet like on a mat? No, it was just like squirt, squirt. Step, 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 step. So I'm not sure what all that is about, if it's just some more psychological some, hype that you have to do. Maybe some new kind of cleansing, probably. Well, you're supposed to bring your own sanctuary shoes that have never touched the outside ground. Well, they didn't bring, they didn't have that. They just waltzed right in, squirted yes. their feet, and on their way. Well, there could have been a room behind there where they keep your walls of sanctuary shoes. Oh, maybe. Because you have to walk through the lye water. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah. Was that with a heifer? So many rules. Ashes or something? I don't know if, if there's ashes in, in the water that you had, the, the lye water you had to walk through. But that And see, that was so... after my time. It was just other people telling me about the lye water and stuff like that. Which is so good for your skin, I'm sure. But now after we watched this lady spray her feet and just simply put it down and walk away, what else happened in the video? It pans out, and what do you see? No one? Like another five people. <laughs> just all I saw were just like empty chairs. Like no one was there. And makes you wonder if it's a class, where is everybody? If these things are so vital to your salvation and mm -hmm. why would they be showing that there's absolutely nobody in the audience? I don't know, it would be embarrassing for me if I mean if that were my religion group of people for whatever reason. You know, whatever meetup it would be or celebration or whatever, that would be extremely embarrassing. Well, it was a it was a women's law class, which they're all so boring anyway. All them classes were so freaking boring. Maybe that's why no one went. I got out of every one I could get out of. Trust me, when my kids were babies, I used that to full advantage. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Um, down to the fact of, you know, I had my oldest trained that I could, like, be holding him. And, and whisper in his ear to start crying. Oh, and no. I chained him to cry so that I could take him out <laughs> and give him a cookie, okay? If you cry, Mommy will give you a cookie. Exactly! <laughs> um, well, you had to come up with creative ways to get out of that place. As you're sitting there and your mind is turning to mush as they drone on and on. You've, I've made you listen to a couple of these. Mm-hmm. And it's monotone droning, like a college lecture, where you're going to interlinears and root words and concordances and little man says, um, and, and you just, you, you want to blow your brains out at some point, okay? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, some people were lucky enough that 
I don't know if they concocted it, but you know they didn't feel well often. Whether they had a, a, a some kind of medical condition, but you know their husband or whatnot would let them go and rest. Oh, how nice! It, it, it was, very, but it got her out of services or classes. Ah, and you know when my children were little, Kenny didn't like to deal with diapers. Now. If his sister was around or someone else way back when, it would be fine. But see, sister wouldn't be around if there was a class because we'd go together because she didn't drive. Okay. Um, but for the most part, he wouldn't do diapers. So I got spared on a lot of stuff. And again, no child was injured in it. But I did have them cued a few ways to either start throwing a fit or start crying because they knew it would get them out of the sanctuary. I thought you were going to say start crapping. What? That's what I was like. What? That's exactly. What did I say? I said no kid was harmed. I know that, but I thought you had them like poop on cue. Could you poop on cue? No, but I thought maybe that that's what she trained them to do. Um, no, but I did teach them to pee on trees. Okay. Well, they're boys. Isn't that what little boys do? Uh, well, they saw dad doing it the one day and. And, you know, my oldest thought it was just the funniest thing in the world. And he, we were potty training and nothing was really working. Cheerios in the toilet, you know, your own little stool. Mm -hmm. Hey, if you can pee on a tree, I bet that works. Yes. And then every time he had to go pee, he'd run out on the front porch and he'd pee on the tree. Okay. Now, he, he did use the indoor toilet at the sanctuary and grandma's house and other places. Now... Okay, parents, you may think you're doing so well with certain things, and you're doing the best you can, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mentioned that my mom's husband, Tony, had passed away from mesothelioma. Um, my youngest cat was only six months old, so that made Jesse boy three. Okay. Just finished potty training, no more diapers, I'm a big boy now. Um, we all walk out of the funeral home where the service had been and we're all going to go to the wake and have something to eat right mm -hmm. well you come straight out the um, funeral home doors and you had to make an immediate left to get to the parking lot um, because right in front of you was a row of bushes and plants and ornamental trees and oh, no. things so as I'm trying to be there for my mom you know and Ken's got the baby in his arms. Did he pull his pants down and take a whiz? He walked right over to the tr this ornamental tree in front of him, dropped his little pants all the way to his ankles so his little white bum cheeks was hanging out, and just started peeing on the tree. And I am mortified as a parent, okay? Because we're still in the cult. And here my... Okay. Um, and, yeah... Uh, I was mortified, and everybody started giggling, and um, later on it became um, known that it was the highlight of the funeral, if you can call a funeral having a highlight. Right. Um, but it broke up the sadness. Mm -hmm. um, my my little three-year-old son peeing on a tree caused all these people to kind of laugh and oh, giggle. Oh, not laugh? And knew that Grandpa Tony would find it hysterical that his little grandson did this. <laughs> absolutely it, it broke the tension and um yeah don't don't train your children to pee on trees just in case there's a funeral i don't don't recommend that <laughs> look at your face oh my god um 
Anyway. <laughs> Peeing on a tree. Okay. Um, all right. Where are we off to? I don't know. What would you like to talk about? Do you want to do pending posts? We could do pending posts. Okay. What do you have in that baggie? Stuff. Shh. The cops might be listening. I'm oh kidding. God. They're pictures. Okay. Um, we are going to start off with... Okay. Um, Jane L. shared a link that said, My goodness, these cults are everywhere. Found this guy in a small town in western Nebraska. Don't send money to something that you cannot find it in the dictionary. Oh, geez. So I guess he's promoting something that... Not in the dictionary? I don't know. I didn't read it. So, I mean, that was very early this morning and I didn't have time. But I'll throw it out there for anybody who wants to read it. Okay? Um, Chris S. is responding to um, the Dr. Bronner's story from last week. Yes. My mother called me up to tell me she had to pull off to the side of the road. She was laughing so hard and almost peed herself. (laughs) Okay. Chris S. um, says, I never understood why people liked peppermint body wash until today. Feels like my butthole smoked a Newport. Oh, my God. And for those that you don't smoke, menthol, cigarettes, yeah. Um, I've never used peppermint body wash. Have you? I don't think I have. No? Okay. Um, Mel, uh, Melody is sharing a um, link with us for anyone who's still trying to find us on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you just literally have to type in, I got the hell out, and whatever pops up, hit play. And it plays. Oh, okay. I've showed that to other people. Um, but but we'll prove this for anybody who needs it. And she also shared a link of, I grew up in a cult, and I can tell you why normal people join them. Ooh, what is that, a book or an article? No, it's a link. A link, okay. Um, but Brandon, who was the ex-child member who left when he turned 20... He didn't really realize he was living in a cult until his friends were like, oh my God, dude, you were living in a cult. And he started thinking about it and realized, holy shit, I grew up in a cult. Okay. Man, that's a wake up call. Well, why do quote unquote normal people join a cult? And there's not just one reason why. Um, The cult that I was in proclaimed to be the one and only. Okay. Well, don't they all claim that? Well, kind of, but like you could be Catholic, but there's Catholic churches all over the place. This particular cult is established in the United States in one particular town because that's what God said he was going to do. God picked the town. God picked the town in the United States. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion. Gotcha. So, um, no, I forget where I was going. And you're too tired to even remember, I'm betting. No, you were talking about why normal people join a cult. Oh, okay. Um, This particular cult made themselves out to be so freaking special that God called you personally. You found that piece of literature. Somebody handed you a pamphlet. Something was left under your windshield wiper. And you read it. That was all God working, right? Yes. Okay. To give you personally the message because you're called. Gotcha. Now, when you start either attending services or go to your first feast, 
you are made to feel like family, like you won the lottery. You're there all for a common cause, which is we're all getting into heaven. We're going to help everybody else. Now, what about people that have never heard of the cult? Were they just not called? Or like what? Their eyes were not opened to the truth. But what if they've never been? Okay, say one situation would be they were told about the cult and they said, no, hell no. Right. Right. Then another situation could be they've just never even heard of it or no one's ever come up to them to talk about it. Well, had you ever heard of that cult before I told you what it was? No. But what I'm saying, though, is how do they view those people that have never had the opportunity to hear about it? They'll be given a second opportunity. It's called the second rising when when all of the called ones will resurrect everybody uh, that has ever lived that has not been called. And then we get to teach all y'all and all of the aliens in the entire universe. Okay. And we have our own planet. And so then the only people that wouldn't go to heaven the, would be the ones that said no. To that walked cult. away. Okay. Because you knew the truth. Gotcha. But going back to normal people joining a cult, and I have a very loud jacket on today. I didn't realize that until now. And if I try and take it off, it's just going to go... <laughs> So I'll try and deal with it up until... Okay. Okay. That way we don't have to do our stop and edit oh, thing. Oh, no, God, no. Don't let me do that. No. Um, I was really surprised at the amount of very intelligent people that were there. Didn't you say there were doctors? And There were doctors. Um, my mother-in-law was a certified CPA. She did their books. She was smart. She ran her own book publishing company, and apparently you can come up with your own schemes to make money, okay? Oh. All you okay. have to do is open a book publishing company in which people just can pay you to publish their book and however many copies they want, you charge them, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that's all well and good, but most people may have never have heard you. So what you do is you offer a contest, Oh. A poetry contest. Okay. Laura, you love poetry and you subscribe to a poetry magazine. Because there's probably only 10 or 20 of them out there. Okay, sure. I, okay. So what she did is she would advertise in these poetry um, magazines mm -hmm. that there was a contest that was either a $2,000 or a $5,000 prize, whatever it was, for the best poem. Okay. And you're like, wow, I... I, I I, I want to enter this, and it costs nothing to enter. Mm -hmm. Guess what, Laura? You win. No. No? No. What? You get a letter congratulating you that your poem has been selected to be a part of the next poem book from her publishing company. But you have to pay, right? No. No. The contest is still going, okay? Okay. But now... You have the opportunity to buy a book with your published work in it. Okay? Gotcha. Now, who is an author, especially an amateur one, does not want the opportunity at Christmas time to hand all of their relatives a book? Right. And now, see, here's the thing. She would, there would be an ultimate winner, but it wouldn't be anybody that was kind of real oh it'd be a made up person I, I don't know how she did it I don't oh, know how she did yeah, it 
But like Laura, you came in runner up. The books that you ordered, your poem is labeled runner up. Okay. Oh, so you mean that there's another there's different versions of the book? To everybody who bought them. Oh, get the hell out. And of course, you as a runner up makes you want to buy more copies. Right. And, you know, she'd have enough people that, I mean, she had poetry books. I wish I had one. I see if I can go online and find one. But I thought that was a hell of a scam. That, that's pretty shady. I thought it was pretty shady myself, but yeah. Open your own publishing company, advertise, you know, for poetry, for a contest. And wow. And I mean, unless me and you are in the same town, we both, if you like to write poetry, do you think I'm going to share your poetry magazines with you? I have no interest in it. Right. But if we both like to write poetry, that she might get caught. I was going to say, could you imagine I'm showing you my book? Look at this. I'm runner up. And you're like, no, get the hell out. I'm runner up. Exactly. But how often do you think that happened? Right. Because it would, as a nationwide contest. Right. Including Hawaii, Puerto Rico, Mexico, the Virgin Islands, whatever's connected with America. Wow. Yeah. That's some scheme. It was legal, apparently. Wow. I don't know. There's a lot of things I don't know how that, how they're legal. But again, here we go with highly intelligent people joining a cult. If you are a CPA and you own your own quote-unquote publishing company and come up with a way to make this extra money, uh, how smart do you have to be? Mm -hmm. But yet you get duped into joining the cult and following all other rules. Do you you have any ideas? No. No. I mean, we had some window lickers out there, um, but there it did surprise me the amount of highly intellectual people that actually had, like, real jobs. Um, not that all jobs aren't real, but, like, you had to go to college. Um, you know, we had nurses out there. We had other people that... I People that are licensed with something. Yes. Okay. Never got the dentist, though, that I know of. They made us pray for years for a dentist. That was, that was, <laughs> yeah. So, you need a dentist. No dentist. I wonder if they ever got one. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a very good question. You need to ask some people. I need a, a lot of question, answers to a lot of questions. One is, do they have a dentist? Um, remind me. Oh, sure. Right. Like, I'm going to remember. All right. Well, is it really procrastination if you get it done? Eventually. I guess you could ask, I guess you could say that like you finished it, but you were procrastinating getting it. I don't know. Okay. Um, why would you procrastinate? Well, I sent shirts out that I promised to people okay. and other stuff. Um, I was highly embarrassed when Mel sent us our second gift to our post office box and it ended with, I sent you, you know, your first mail and you promised to send me stuff. And I realized, Oh my God, it's been months. Yeah. So, um, that's my little buddy, Brandon, that I talk about all the time and his beautiful wife, Amber. And And their shirts. And their shirts I sent them. So I'm approving you guys. Brandon, look, you made it onto the page. Okay. 
Um, and I talk about ex-member Melody. She mm-hmm. runs the um, ex-members Facebook page. And Mike, who I've liked to torture the past couple of episodes, her husband Mike. Yes. They received their shirts. They got their shirts They on. got their shirts. So hi, guys. Okay. Um, I told Mel S. that she could put her Etsy stuff out here mm-hmm. for everybody. Yep. It's some wonderful stuff. There you go. I would like to say hi to Saffron S. It, they just simply said thank you for adding me with Aww. a little rose. Yay. Hi. And, you know, I often wonder, you know, they may not even be caught up to this point. And wonder how long it'll take them to get to, holy crap, she said something about me. <laughs> Six months later. Six months later. Um, Tony C., who escaped Mormonism. Mm-hmm. He shared with us evangelical abuse apology bingo. Oh. Yeah. Are there pictures of the cards? Um, well, there's one picture. Nice. And, um, you know, the umbrella of authority, look at the cross, get over your bitterness, forgive and forget. Do you have any proof? I, yeah. Just so, play bingo. Just play bingo. I love bingo. Oh, bingo's fun. Bingo is awesome. Um, Mel shared another link with us. Our bodies are chronically in quote-unquote threat mode, but being kind recalibrates our nervous system. Now, I was on the phone with you talking to my friend Drizzle. Hi, Drizzle. She's only on episode 77. Ah, she's far back. I, she's pretty far back. But we were talking about some things today and things that we had both lived through and were wondering some things. And a lot of times you don't think like I think in a certain situation. Mm-hmm. Um, she made a comment that she was talking to somebody and they're like, you know, what are your long range plans and goals? And she doesn't have any because she still lives in survival mode. You live oh, wow. day to day. And I, we had a talk about that, and I realized I'm pretty much the same way. If you ask me where do you want, where do you see yourself in five years, I'd be like, I don't know. If you asked me if I'd still live in Pittsburgh in the next five years, I, I don't know. Do you think long-term stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. But I didn't realize that um, you could get stuck in that mode. I really don't have any long-term plans except for doing this and trying to help as many people as I can in life. But uh, other than that, no. I'm just happy to wake up every morning. You? Heck yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Oh. Okay, no long-range plans. <laughs> What's like the furthest that you think, the furthest out that you think, or plan for? Um, I like a month out. I or? I bought tickets to Cats to take my mom next week. Oh, that's a week out. Well, that was like several months ago when the tickets came out. Well, then that's a couple months. But if Cats wasn't playing, I wouldn't be thinking that far ahead. Really? No. Oh, wow. Now, when I take Howard the Duck out of the lake and I wipe him off and deflate him and roll him lovingly up and stuff him in his bag, I'm thinking about the next time I might use him. Okay. Um, but no. It's not like a habit. No. 
I, I want to go on a road trip and I, it's about it, but do I have any set dates? No. Do I have an actual set itinerary? Not really. Do I want to do it? Yeah. But no, no long-term crap. How could I not realize this? Well, you can't see the forest through the trees. I don't know. What's that phrase? I didn't realize I was living day to day in survival wow. mode and just getting through my day and whatever life throws at you. Okay, well, we'll get through this today. All I have to do is think about today wow. or minute by minute because um, over the past five years, nothing I'm going to discuss, I've, I've had to literally live minute by minute. And I lived in Candy Crush, the game. Constantly because I remember when I first met you. I you didn't. Just, that's all you did. Was I didn't Candy have to think. It 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 let me because even watching TV was too much of a mental. I couldn't even follow the plot on what I was trying to watch. But good lord, give me Candy Crush! I'd be crushing the shit out of that candy. And I was, you know, you just keep climbing levels, and you—you you were like so far up, I couldn't believe. Like when we first met, you're like, "Do you play Candy Crush?" I'm like, "Yeah, sometimes." And um, for me, that was a tool that I used for a long time. And at some point, I don't know. I there is no real holy crap. I'm better moment. It's holy crap. I haven't played that in months or in a year and you relied so heavily on it as a crutch to get through mm. moment to moment of your day sometimes. And I don't play anymore. Really? Yeah. You know why? Why? Because I used to play on Android and now I have an iPhone. You and can play on an iPhone? Yeah. It wants to start me off at level freaking one. No way. What level were you on? Do you remember? I was the highest of anybody that I'm friends with that plays on my friends list, which gave me unlimited lives. It's one of, one of the perks. Wow. So which allowed me to stay ahead of mm -hmm. everybody on my friends list. And then when I switched over to Android, it didn't, it wanted to start me off at level one. The Apple people can't figure it out for me. So screw it. You didn't log in? Because sometimes if you log in through Facebook. I'm in through Facebook. I've tried to get on through. Seriously? And it wants to start me off at level one. Oh, that's some bullshit. Yeah, it was. I was angry. Then I had to get over it because it's a game. I but found, you're still not playing it, right? No, I'm, I, I refuse to start at level one again. It's just you're boycotting not Candy happening. Crush. I picked some new games to play. Two Dots is fun. Um, uh, Wordscapes is fun. Do you do Words with Friends? I used to, but I've pissed off too many people. Why? Because you win? No, because you can have up to 10 games going at once. And there are some people uh, who are serious about playing. And there are also people who, if, as long as you go like a couple times a day, mm -hmm. check in and play a word, they don't mind. But when you go days on end and forget that you're playing. Oh, they're not happy. No, and then they stop requesting games with you because you oh, can... jeez. Well, you can only have so many open Scrabble games. Right. And if I'm taking up one of your games and I'm really not playing with you, wouldn't you rather play with somebody else who's going to play? Gotcha. gotcha. So, no, I, I don't play that. I used to. Just boycotting all these games. I, I don't know what I'm doing anymore half the time. You have more pending posts. I do, but I don't know what to do with half of them. So then just hit accept. Well, no, them. 
some of them have nothing to do with anything. I don't know what to tell you. Do you know where we're going now? Where? To this picture I posted this morning. What do you see in this picture? I see a skull. Okay. Yeah, because that's on pedo father-in-law's face. Okay. He is not wearing a Halloween mask. That's you and <laughs> a Halloween mask for a holiday you don't celebrate. Right. 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 Yeah, and somebody in the in the uh, comments was like, I, at first I thought he was wearing a Halloween Halloween mask. So. All right. See. Let's see. That's your son or sons both. Uh no. That the baby is my first son. Okay. And the older boy is my nephew. Wearing their little kippas. Yes. I can't believe I remembered that. Ooh, we've How only been talking that? about it for, you know, however long. Well, that doesn't mean much. And look, I even, I even, I even pulled in and, and showed you my face because we, us girls all went out and got our hair You're and makeup done. You're looking pretty spiffy. I clean up well sometimes. You I have pick... your hair done, you have your makeup done. And I'm wearing a sparkly golden black dress. I was looking good look that night. <laughs> but in the background, um... I, it was bothering me. The woman in the purple, mm -hmm. I could not remember her name. And I've been trying. Her name was Dawn. Okay. She was the woman that was from New York. Mm -hmm. Of course, she never came back because she was the woman that was told to show up and we will help you get back to New York. You and your son. And she was going um, site to site begging for anything, any kind of help. We gave her a bag of apples for crying out oh loud. My God. Can you imagine having no gas money in fear of losing your job? Your kid has to get back to school. You're like 2,000 miles from home and some religious lady hands you a bag of apples oh so God. that you have something to eat while you're driving home. Oh my God. So she went there with no money? They told her to. They told her God would provide her a way home, which she was assuming meaning the church. Okay. She flat out, she was a friend of my ex-mother-in-law who she's talking to in the background. Okay. That's my ex-mother-in-law right. in the other shiny gold dress. Okay. Because gold was the color apparently. I, no, I don't remember. No, gold didn't come till later on. Okay. I, I think I, I don't remember. Um, anyway, Dawn was told to come. She had enough gas money to get there. Okay. Um, and a little bit of money for food and had some food, pack a cooler. But when it came time to leave, she had nothing to, she had no gas money. So they told her to come with no money because they wanted her to stay, obviously, right? I don't know what their plans were. I'm sorry, guys. I'm adjusting myself because my butt cheek is falling asleep, which means my leg is falling asleep. And look, it doesn't work. It's oh all God. floppy. Okay, now the pins and needles are starting. Oh. Um, and the gentleman with the other keeper in the background, his name was Cy. Okay. And I never knew what it was short for. Do you know what Cy is short for? Is it Silas? Sylvester. I thought it was for Silas. No, and I don't remember what his culty name was, but he died there. In the cult? Yeah. From what? Um, lack of medical. There is a shocker. Um, I don't remember what was wrong with him or what kind of medications he needed to take or if he was a diabetic. I, I don't remember. Um, I just know he was one of the sweetest men, and he died there. Sorry, yeah, Sai. a shame. And I have no idea what happened to his wife. So... But, uh, wow. yeah, everybody in that background, I don't know if Dawn is still alive, but, of course, she never came back. Can you imagine traveling to go to a godly place 
and you show up and everything is about God and brotherly and sisterly and helping each other. And when it's time to leave, they're like, well, go ask your brothers and sisters. Can you imagine the amount of humiliation she must have felt going to campsite to campsite, asking people for gas money, whatever they could spare? And you have to remember, she had never been to a feast before, mm -hmm. so she didn't know all that many people. Oh, okay? my gosh. And on top of it, a lot of the people that she was asking were members that live there, and they're poor as shit. They right, don't have two right, dimes to rub together themselves. They're too busy tithing. Um. You're making a buck an hour. I think I got this dress at a resale shop is the only reason I look so spiffy because back then you could still get resale shit. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I can fell off that building when I was like seven or eight months pregnant with him. Okay. Um, and we literally had nothing. We didn't have two nickels to rub together. I still don't know how we lived until Kenny healed from falling off of that building. Um... But, and if you can see my, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law, do you see the shirt um, my nephew has on? Mm -hmm. Does that look like it's, it's, it was probably his nicest shirt that he had to wear. That striped one? Yes. Okay. But that's, do, do you see how it looks out of tune with the other dressed up people? Everyone's all dressed up and he just has a little shirt on, like a little t-shirt. Right. Because do you think they had money to go get him dress clothes? Probably not. No, my sister-in-law didn't work. My brother-in-law worked at a nursing home. I have no idea how much he made, but... And then you have to tithe off right. of it. And you're renting, and you oh gotta eat. God. And, yeah. And do you see how, how Dawn in the background... She It's a, it's a dress she's wearing, and it's mm -hmm. pretty. Mm -hmm. But it's not something worthy of a Passover. Oh, okay. Do you see that? What do you mean it's not worthy? Passover, you were supposed to dress in your absolute best, which meant... That's why you have the gold? Right. Okay. It was like Christmas dinner. It was, you dress, your, the Passover meal, you, you get your hair done, you get your makeup done, you had your nails done, you found this awesome freaking dress to wear so because it was the one time a year that you could look good. Well, what if you couldn't afford to? Well, as you can see, Dawn probably packed the best dress that she had. Okay? Mm -hmm. And it would probably be fine for your local church, and which we didn't judge back then, but you could tell she was an out-of-towner because of what she was uh, wearing. Okay. Um, even the people who lived in town, um, back then we could still swap clothing. So sometimes you'd trade with another sister so you were wearing a different dress, but it was still a fancy dress. Gotcha. And the same with the little girls and the little boys. You would outgrow the fancy dresses and the suits. Like hand-me-downs. You could pass them on. And then it got to be a certain point. Of course, you know, they want to suck you dry. So the DNA started hopping from person to person. Yeah, even you if you washed share. it. Right. Okay, I can understand not wearing somebody's used skivvies, okay? Ugh. Like, do you really want to wear your brother's Just used stop. underwear? Just stop. Stop. You're always stopping me. Because some of the stuff that you say is just so nasty. But it's life. Used underwear is not... My one friend had so many kids and her oldest son was a boy. And then she had a succession of girls. So the boy's underwear got passed down to the girls. Oh my God. 
At least they had underwear to wear. That's true. That's true. Until, I mean, you can only wash clothing and items so much before they fall apart. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it was a really long time before she had another boy. Oh my gosh. And my other friend, her husband wanted a girl. So she had boy after boy after boy after boy after boy. And she finally got a girl and then she had one more boy. Oh my gosh. Because he wanted to see if he could have a sister for her. So she ended up with all these kids because her husband wanted a girl and then tried for another one. Oh my gosh. But they would try and keep you poor in any way they could. And how many holy garments do you have to buy? Oh, the different colors and, you know, this feast is this color. The holy garments, the, um, they actually had tags sewed into them. I I showed you mine that Mm -hmm. actually had my initials and my number and the name of the cult is, and it said official holy garment on it. That, that, I thought that was funny. Um. Official. Oh my God. It's official. Just like their official award. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. Um, but it actually had a spot on there where you could put your initials or a name mm-hmm. in a laundry safe pen. Ah, so it doesn't wash out. Yes, and there were several women that carried laundry safe pens in their in their diaper bags and stuff. Oh wow. Well imagine having a bunch of kids and you know, that's my keeper. No, that's my keeper. Mm. He lost his keeper. Right, right. So unless you dye them different colors or embroider on them, you put your kid's initials or name on it. Well, that makes sense. Well, especially when they run off to play, a so lot of them... are flying everywhere? Well, they were, as long as you're not in the sanctuary or performing prayer in okay. a prayer group, because you could walk around and there would be prayer groups. They're out the campground sometimes, people praying for things here and there and everywhere. But for the most part, kids were taught at a certain age, that they were responsible for their own holy garment. Now, the little girls, we had the hair clips, and little girls can run around with the hair clips. Mm -hmm. Most of the little boys, their haircuts were so short, the keepers wouldn't stay on their head. Oh, how'd you keep them on? I know you told me this, I just don't remember. Well, you learn to grow the hair just long enough so it would clip in. Okay. But when you would first give them a haircut, they wouldn't, the keepers wouldn't clip on. Couldn't use the hair clips. I'll have to take a picture. tape them on? No, they were taught when you walk into the sanctuary, you pull it out of your pocket, uncrumple it, and put it on your head. Balance it? Put it on your head. Okay. Well, if you're not running around like a madman, it sits on your head. I mean, look at the Jewish people who wear the yarmulke. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think they Velcro it to their head, do they? No. Any Jewish listeners? I don't think you guys use Velcro. No, but I would assume they, like, clip it. Or like a bobby pin or something. Well, it's kind of form-fitting. I told you they were kind of difficult to make. It smushes down and it's rounded like a little hat right. type no, thing. Right, no, I know. It's like a skull cap. Right, I know. I just... It's good. Anybody that is Jewish, if you could answer that question, I'm... Now, the keepers... I'm like seriously wondering how the keepers goes on. Um, the keepers were made in different sizes, you know, from tiny baby mm-hmm. on up. Um, and of course, tiny baby only works when tiny baby is sleeping. During services, you're training your child with the little thing on its head. Training them to sleep during services. But yeah, and but then your kid goes out to the playground and suddenly they realize, oh my gosh, I lost my keeper. My mom's going to kill me because they're like five, seven, eight dollars to replace. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see another one laying there. You don't care who it is. You just, you just pick it up and run. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's why we had name tag slots okay. and stuff. That makes sense. 
I, how did we get on that? No clue. Makes oh, sense, though. See, but look, see how big the keeper looks on mm-hmm. Jesse's head? Right. Because that was the smallest one you could buy at that oh. time. They ended up coming up with smaller ones. Anything, because then the keeper would outgrow them, and you have to buy a new one. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Don't you know? Yeah, don't buy one the kid can grow into. Some people did, and that picture was so long ago. It was ages ago. I know. Anyway, guys, we're heading off to Saved Links. To what? Saved Links. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. What? Um, kudos to the uh, people in charge of the food at the Super Bowl. Found out um, the other day. They donated 30,000 pounds of the uneaten food to the local food banks. They distributed it out to them. That is awesome. So kudos to you guys instead of throwing that away. I I love stories where people can choose to do good. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the stories of a supermarket has been foreclosed on and they have armed guards because they have to throw everything away inside. Canned goods, boxed. Oh. And, you know, there's riots. People, don't even get me started. I just hate going to restaurants and all the food that's wasted. Yeah. Um, The main Red Cross will install um, free bed-shaking smoke detectors. What? Deaf people. Deaf people need smoke detectors, too. Holy shit, I never thought of that. My friend Sherry had a... um, her alarm clock mm-hmm. was... Um, was it like a light? No, it was a little flat thing that slid under her pillow that vibrated. That is amazing. And it would just like, you know, how your alarm clock starts just off going with a light beep, beep, right. beep. And then the longer you don't hear it... The harder it, it shakes. The, the, the it louder shakes. it gets right. and more intense. Well, the same with her deaf alarm clock. The If she doesn't feel it, the more intense the vibrations get until it wakes her up. Oh my gosh, that... Like things you never think of. Exactly. Um, We used to trade a lot of toddler toys because she couldn't hear anything that made noise, Mm. but hated the things that flashed light because that's what grabbed her attention. Um, Give her all the noisy toys. I gave her all the noisy toys, didn't care what flashing lights it made, nothing. Um, Her telephone, when she had one, had a light that would flicker when the phone was ringing because she can't hear it. Mm -hmm. So... So how'd she talk on the phone? Um, unfortunately, by the time I met her, she really didn't have a phone anymore. Oh, okay. Um, but TTY operators. Oh, okay. And TTY operators, you can, me and you could, if you were deaf, me and you could plot out a murder between this TTY and they can't say a darn thing. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. Um, anybody who knows has any deaf friends, just check into, I'm sure pretty much any Red Cross probably would install bed shaking, um, smoke detectors for your deaf friends. Um, I found that amazing. Yeah. Amazing things you learn. Man, stuff that you don't even think of. Uh, million dollar ideas is all I can tell you. Where are we going now? You tell me. Really? Seriously? Do you have any more links? Um, no, no, no. Uh, I'm going to be posting some pictures later. Um, Is that what's in the baggie? Some of them. Some other ones um, come from somebody who lives among them. Okay. They were somehow unfortunate enough to buy land 
buy culty people. Ooh. Can you imagine find, buying, buying paradise and finding out everybody that lives around you in some weird ass oh, cult? God, could you even imagine? No, 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 I could not. <laughs> um, That'd be a real eye opener. Oh my gosh. They're, they're trying to get people, um, drug in for the next feast. Uh, when's the next feast? Um, it's around Easter. Oh, okay. So I will have to find that out. Um, but here's their first little tidbit. Don't wait until the last minute to get to the house of God. Don't All wait. Right, don't wait. And I know um, they used to charge you by the day if you came early to the feast. Because it's a campground. All right. So just like a hotel so wait, room. So you got there early? Like, say you took your vacation, you had a two-week vacation, and you decided for your free will offering, you and Sammy were going to go a few days early, help set up for the feast, help open the general store, clean up the grounds, whatever needs done. Okay. They, your feast registration packet shows up, and they want to know what date you're arriving and what date you're leaving. Okay? Okay. You've also built into your vacation there. See, vacation is in loose quotes. Right. That you and Sammy are going to stay and help clean up afterwards. But you guys are still going to stay in your tent. Because you like camping. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. You're going to help scrub down the bathrooms and the shower stalls and get the public restrooms ready to be closed up till the next feast. Um, you guys are going to go through the general store and pull everything that the rats and mice might get into or can't generally be left in the heat. Okay. Um, just make sure you don't unplug the freezers because somebody did that one time. Ooh. That freezer is now buried in a field because Ooh. they couldn't get the stench of rotten oh meat out God. of it. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. And that ended up being a punishment for a while. Um to but try to clean that freezer yeah they mm. actually it was bad um i heard from other people um they unplugged everything by accident oh. trying to save on electric uh-huh. and they unplugged them one of the meat freezers now imagine a, a, a meat freezer in the back of oh, a God. 18 wheeler in a 110 degree heat under a blazing sun no not good um, I do remember that we started to smell something dead. You know how you could be walking in the neighborhood and mm-hmm. something died. You just can't you ever. It's like wafting smell. Yeah. yeah. And you're looking around and you, you don't know where the carcass is, but you know it's somewhere, right? Yeah. Well, apparently at some point, I guess somebody's nose led them to the general store. Um, and panic ensued for a little bit because somebody thought somebody got locked in there by accident and they died. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny, but not funny, but funny. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> funny, but not funny, but funny. Can you imagine, like, you're helping out, you and oh Sam, you're God. helping out. And for whatever reason, you passed out in the general store and they locked you in there and everybody drove away. Oh, God. Oh, that would be so horrible. I think you'd get cooked in about a day in there. Oh, once it was unplugged? Hell yeah. The entire trailer because it's padlocked from the outside. Oh, my God. You'd be, oh in the, my you'd God. be in the dark, in the blazing sun, in 110 degree heat. You'd be wanting to die. You'd be cooked. But, um, yeah, it ended up being a meat freezer full of nasty crap that um, the person that unplugged it, from what I understand, by accident, Mm -hmm. was forced to dig. Somebody dug a hole with the bulldozer 
and they tossed all of the rotted meat in there. And then they filled the freezer with bleach water all the oh. way to the rim, kept it propped up. Oh, gosh. Bleach water, and they shut it so that the, the you know, it, even right. the lids. Right. And they left it for a week or two. They drained it, and it still stunk. Ugh. Okay. Now, what kind of... That is nasty. What kind of raw meat stench? From what I hear, it became a um, punishment for a good few months because they didn't want to get rid of the freezer. So um, various people got in trouble for various things, and they were sent to go and try and clean the freezer. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah. The freezer ended up being buried at some point. I often wonder if they used it as like a casket or put bodies in there that they wanted to get rid of. Ooh. You never know. You never know. They could have buried it damn well knowing that, you know, the top of it, it's only buried three feet down or four feet down. And a skilled bulldozer or, you know, backhoe operator can just mm-hmm. dig to right there and just toss someone in. Got another body, chuck it on in, throw some lye on top of it. Oh, I'm so evil. I'm so cover sorry, it back guys. Up with dirt. Yeah, and cover it back up. Um, I often wonder how much stuff is buried out there. Oh, I am sure quite a bit. How many secret bunkers and mm-hmm. rooms? Um, my one friend Norman, hi Norm, he, he used to sell the um the, the thing is to put gasoline in underneath a gas station, holding tanks. Oh, okay. He somehow came across a gas station that was being torn down, and they were p- digging out the gasoline tanks that, that served the pumps, because you can't okay. leave those in there. The ones underground. Right. Okay. And um, I don't know if he purchased them. They were given to him, but he was... I'll try and find a picture. He was actually selling them to be buried in the ground for nuclear fallout shelters. Whoa. So. Wow. Um, but yeah, there's lots of crap buried out there, I'm assuming. I bet there is. I bet it's like everywhere. Probably booby traps, too. You think? I don't know. Hmm. There's a big-ass fence with barbed wire hanging in the wrong way. You are you can't even stay awake and you're looking at me. I, know. I keep staring you in the I know. eyeballs. I am so tired. You should have drank some coffee. You know what? I probably should have. I just got home ten minutes before you got here. Okay. Um We're gonna we're gonna read something from Little Man. Okay. Go for it. This is from 07. Okay. I was still living in that state, but was not going to services. Okay. What's Little Man have to say? Get this book of Little Man and study this book of Little Man. Get in. Get in the workshops, brethren. Yes. Praise God. Get in the workshops. Don't grow weary of well-doing was another encouraging thought that one of the apostles spoke for this time period. Don't grow weary of this well-doing, but keep, keep, keep learning this and rehearsing it till you know what God is doing, till you know what he is doing in our lives here. What? (laughs) I thought maybe it's because I'm tired, but what? (laughs) Laura, I read this three times over because, see, most of their shit is just boring or they're... Quoting proverbs or ecclesiastics right, right. or, and sometimes little man just runs on about shit that it makes so much nonsense that nobody. I, I like I, that one. 
Well, no, this one is just, I've read it three times and I can make no sense of it. Mm -mm. So I'm going to actually try and remember Squirrel um, to kind of cross out, because I'm getting good at that, crossing stuff out and publishing. Gotcha. Yeah, I actually had another thing I had wanted to put on Facebook today, but um, my friend called and I never did get back to it, so... Um, little man had a prayer for us all back in 04. Oh, alrighty. And it, what's it for? What's we, the prayer for? We ask you, God, most of all, to bring us to unity with one another, with your laws, and with you and God. It's time to pray. All right. That's his prayer for you, Laura. All right. Are you going to pray with him? Oh, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I already played this video for you. Oh, um, I don't need to see it again. Now, should I, should I, should I like publish that photo later? Yes, yes. So, so people can see that. Well, you've yelled at me about things that I've actually put on there. And you're like, you can't put that on there. Well, yeah, because you were saying things about people. I just put on there the bitch I love to hate. And her picture. So <laughs> she was grinning for the camera. <laughs> Don't you like to put a face to the name sometimes? <laughs> but the law doesn't like that. <sighs> hey, only God's law matters to these people. And it says nothing about publishing photos of you. So she can't be mad because it's not a God law. There's yeah. only 613 of those. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. This, this was from just last year, January of last Ooh, year. okay. You alone have to bring forth the memories of righteousness. Now you're bringing forth memories of righteousness. Are we remembering something we didn't do? Memories of righteousness. That would be a memory of something you did, right? I have no idea. They, they They make no sense in these quotes. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean because I'm listening to them and trying to figure out what the hell they're saying. This is back on my first non-birthday. Ah, okay. Okay, we're we're living there. No birthdays. January 29th, 1994. And I guess I'm being forced to sit through Sabbath service that day. (laughs) Once you start keeping the Sabbath day... The Sabbath day becomes that delight. It becomes that close friend to us. We start looking forward to visiting that friend every week after week after week. We found joy in that. Okay, I'm glad they did. Look, if I meet you and, and you know, I, I have to start visiting you week after week after week to even start liking you we ain't gonna be friends exactly you know if if you don't like the sabbath and what it stood for you're not gonna like it repeat you're not gonna like it two months later no No. don't quit trying to feed me bananas i am never gonna like them oh you're preaching you're preaching that oh yeah um, the one thing I have to finish posting while I will do this um, mm-hmm. when when we get ready to publish, post this the episode issue, episode, this phone issue. call, whatever I decide to call it. This phone call. Um, I will finish. Um, I tried twice earlier, and when I posted it, the arrow pointed to basically nothing because you had to click on the photo to actually see what I wanted you to see. Okay. 
And I ran out of time, so it never got published. But it was the banner above the stage that read, if it's not forever, we don't want it. And every time you walk into the sanctuary, here's that stupid banner. And of all of the ex-members I've talked to over the years, we all really came to hate that banner. Because we were taught that... (laughs) Everything that's going on around you right now, this is what the kingdom's going to be like. Can you imagine being so freaking miserable and thinking that you would rather be dead than live in heaven if this is what it's like? Right, because like you're actually in hell. Yes. If, if it's not forever, we don't want it. And sitting there inwardly just thinking about setting fire to the banner, which would set fire to the roof, which set, set fire to the sanctuary. <laughs> And on and on. Um, I'm not sure if that banner is still hanging anywhere in that place. Um, I did tell I did tell you that the the, the sign I painted is long gone. Mm-hmm. Buffaloes, buffaloes abound everywhere. <laughs> buffaloes, buffaloes abound. Okay. Um, gosh, what was I going else to tell you next? Oh, oh, the pictures. What did I do with them? They're like under your leg. I'm sitting on them. Yeah. Squirrel. Okay, this one, I actually, because I go through pictures sometimes looking for things to talk about mm-hmm. and what we're, you know, or post on okay. the I Got the Hell Out page. Um, this is my friend. We're going with her real name now, Stacy. Okay. She was my BFF, partner in crime, cohort, and... God, the laws that we broke and shit that we did that nobody knew about. Um, but I sent this picture to her today, and I'm like, oh, can I post this? And she's like, oh, absolutely. Now, this is my friend, Dee Dee, and she's holding her youngest daughter. Now, look at the look of disgust on her youngest daughter's face. Oh, she's not a happy camper. No. A um, couple young men styling and profiling. I got to see if I can post their pictures. They haven't gotten back to me yet. Okay. This one's definitely getting um, published, but this wow. was like in the heyday, and this was only part of um, one of the feasts. I'm assuming Passover because that's when we did the tables and candles. That's a lot of people. Now, if you look up in the crow's nest, oh yeah, they had a ceiling fan up there. Dang, we was all sweating down in the sanctuary. That's not fair. Now, um, as I often say, I always do my best. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because when you do your best, you can't be accused of anything else. Well, they can accuse you of it, but it doesn't make it true. Right. Um, Somebody at work the other day was made to cut the gyro meat. And it's a really tough job to do. Okay. And they were not happy about it. And I looked at him and I'm like, dude, just do the best you can. He's like, yeah, but I'm messing it up. And I says, but you were asked to do this job. He, You know, he's like 21 years old. I says... Just do the best you can. It's all you can do, I says. And if, you know, somebody tells you what a crappy job you did, you can look at them and say, I did the absolute best I could. And you don't even have to be apologetic about it because you did. Right. But um, here is a picture of my children's playground at my house. I mean, how pathetic is that? But I did the best I could. Right. Um, I started collecting things. Like the little tool bench way mm-hmm. in the back, um, the little climbing square, basketball hoop, um, swing set, 
um, little, little, you know, that little car, the little mm-hmm. plastic car. Um, I tried to make our little section of the yard like a kid's paradise because we couldn't get a playgrounds. Um, I did the best I could. And don't let anybody ever tell you you're not doing the best you can. Oh, look, here's my mother drunk after one Mike's Hard Lemonade. After one? <laughs> Mom, be nice to me or I'll publish this. And lastly, another one that I'm going to um, throw out there is the cow laying down, mm-hmm. looking at the other cows. Uh-huh. That's my cow. Oh, all right. All those other cows belong to the farm behind me. They would come and visit my cow. How sweet is that? Aww. And I think they were all boy cows. Because I think he was a beef farmer. So I had a girl cow. Do you think she was laying there talking to them going, hey boys, tell me a story? Flirting with them. Could have been. Mm -hmm. Because she would actually um, get up and they would like, you know, over the fence, be nuzzling each other. There'd be 50 cows in the court. Freaked me out the first time I woke up. I heard all these cows. And I only have one cow. And all of a sudden, it's like a stampede outside. And I'll hear all these cows... And I'm quite confused, so I go running out into the backyard, and here's all these cows. Oh, that's funny. I was unaware my neighbor even had that many cows. And I guess my cow screamed or yelled or mooed, and they were like, hey, there's a new lady in town. That's right. That's right. So I always liked my cow. I've always been proud of the fact that I made my own butter. The milk was good, you know. We had a good trade system. I'd trade milk and cream for homemade breads and stuff. And How can you go wrong with that? Can't. And um, my kids tell me that, you know, one of their... They got a lot of favorite memories. I mean, it doesn't take money to make favorite memories. Oh, no, definitely not. But, and you can't always control the circumstances of what life throws at you. But you can choose how you deal with it. Um, you let the milk set for a full day and you get like three inches of cream at the top of this jar. And I got to, um, know how to make my chocolate chip cookie recipe where they came out real thin and crispy. Mm-hmm. And me and my, my kids would love it. They got cookies, cookies, mama, cookies. And we, I would open up our jar of milk and, um, we would, I would break the cookies in half and they were allowed to dip that. Crispy chocolate chip cookie through that, that thick, fresh cream. Oh, my gosh. And my youngest son, to this day, he buys store-bought milk now, but he shakes it. Oh. Every time you pull you out of the fridge. Do. Because with fresh milk, you if you shake don't shake it, all you're going to get is pure cream, or you're just going to get the skim milk as the cream floats backwards mm-hmm. away from the top. Um, I find it funny that something like that is still ingrained in his head. Even though I used to find it funny and would tell him, son, you don't have to do that. It's store-bought milk. I know. I'm just just a habit. Um, habit words. I've talked to a lot of people. They, they still get mad at themselves. What occurred instead oh, of what happened? What happened? I do the same thing. There's, you know, things. I, I get mad at myself because I don't ever remember anybody's birthday. Mm. And then I never write it down. Because, hey, I'll remember, right? Yeah, squirrel. Squirrel. Your birthday's coming up. I don't know what day it is. It's Friday. This Friday. This Friday coming up. Oh, no. Nice. Um, how old are you going to be? 29. <laughs> With how many years experience on the job? <laughs> no, I'll be 52. Woo! 
Ooh, that getting is nice. Up there. Getting up there. Hey, do you know how many people have were not given the opportunity to make it to 52 Hell years yeah. old? Hey, I am grateful for every year. You and me both. I will never gripe about how old I get. Oh, me neither. Me neither. I'm never going to be one of those people that like lies about their age. No, I'm 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 quite proud of the things that I've been through yep. and the things that Same I've here. done. Um, as always, we run out of time and um, check out our cult escape and recovery group on Facebook. That's run by an ex member, and that's the one open to anybody. Yes, correct? it had 19 members last week when I just mentioned it, and we're up to 79 members. So. Oh, nice. Um, there's been a lot of people telling their stories. A lot of them are heartbreaking. Some are really long. Um, if you think you can help somebody, please let them know. And don't cost nothing to be kind, guys. Nope. Do you have anything to add? I don't. You had something, but have, we're out of time. We're out of time. I'll save it for next week. Yeah, it was just their blog stuff. It had to do with notes about the sermon from last week. Because... Ooh, excuse me. I wouldn't. I didn't even drink beer today. It's a milk burp. That was, that was a baby milk burp, and it's almost four o'clock. Why do I not have beer yet? I don't know. You're slacking. Oh, I'm slacking, 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 slacking. Um, let me think. Oh, look, Pero, uh, gnocchi soup is done. Who's making that? Um, I told you, Bar Thirty One. His name is Logan. Right. Why do you have a picture of it though? Um, because, um, I called to see when I could buy some and oh. it's now on the menu because I was very persistent about it. So, um, anyway, guys, we're getting down to the wire as somehow it always happens, but, um, love y'all. Anybody needs to talk. You need a way out of something. You need a place to stay. I am pretty know. damn well sure we can find somebody who can help. If I can't help, Laura can't help. Um, be kind, spread the kindness. If that's about all I got yep. this week. Kindness is free. It is. And it's been Deb. And Laura. And we'll talk to you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.